Welcome to another episode of Move to Improve here um, we, with uh, Dr. Matt Jurgis. Hello, Matt. Hello. And uh, I'm super excited to have a, a very close friend of mine with us today. Uh, she is the Executive Director of Calgary Canoe Club and all-around amazing lady. Uh, Linda Roberts, welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, it's nice to have you here. It's great to be here. Thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, so we're we just... Uh, Matt and I were talking about what should we talk about like because I know what I want to talk about I want to talk about Calgary Canoe Club you perhaps have like the best job in in the whole city that nobody knows about like how many people in the summer months get to kayak to work right and right, you go into the facility the Calgary Canoe Club facility and that top floor there there's that little hall or open space there and the windows overlook the Glenmore Reservoir and downtown it's un. Believable, right? Agreed. Oh man, it is. I couldn't believe when I went down there how beautiful it is, and people can rent kayaks and canoes and go into Weasel Head, and oh man. Yeah, it's a gem for sure. It is pretty amazing. Yeah. So I am so happy to, to have you here, and uh, we're going to talk all about rowing today. <laughs> Just kidding. So for those that for those that don't know, Linda and I have had a long history of uh, just bantering back and forth, and I, I always bug her about rowing. But but uh, Calgary Canoe Club, it is paddling, not rowing. There's a massive difference between the two, and I'm going to get her to explain it. But um, Matt, what did you want to talk about today? I think yeah, you you nailed some some big points there. Um, for sure, rowing. And <laughs> and you went on a, a trip recently, right, Linda? I did. I did. Yeah. Well, we could talk about no, no, like that as well. Tanned up and everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, then let's let's just kind of. So, Linda and I have have a pretty long history. Proactive Health Group has done uh, lots of work with Calgary Canoe Club, doing functional movement exams and really what we call physical literacy. So basically getting their athletes to, to move more efficiently, more productively, so to reduce injury risk and to enhance performance and so on and so forth. But uh, we'll get into that. But the first, like, I, it seems like Calgary Canoe Club is this gem that is super successful. You guys are, <clears throat> pardon me, are flying in this summer. But like, when I talk to people, nobody really knows about it, right? But the people that know about it, like a thousand percent advocate. So... I would love for you to tell the viewers, everybody, just what's Calgary Canoe Club? Sure. That's a big question, I think. It's a big question. So we are located on the Glenmore Reservoir, and we're, we're part of a city-owned facility, Glenmore Canoe and Rowing Clubhouse. So if you look out on the reservoir, you're going to see uh, a ton of boats out there. You've, you've got the sailors, uh, you've got the rowers, and the rowers are the guys that go backwards, so you can kind of pick them out. And then pretty much every other craft on the water there are, are paddlers. You're going to see dragon boat, you're going to see kayakers, the sprint canoe kayak, outrigger canoes, recreation canoes, recreation kayaks, so many, many, many disciplines. Uh, we started in 1959 on the reservoir, and then in 1982 the, the city built that big, beautiful blue building. So again, really fortunate to uh, have a facility like that right in the middle of the city. And uh, I mean, you, you say people don't know about it, but you know, we're out there. We work with school board groups. Maybe it's just me. Community summer groups, <laughs> maybe. However, I will say that with COVID, so many other programs were cut back and we were definitely one of the, the fortunate groups that were able to continue on with our programs. And we were so busy. Like, yeah. I, our 
just canoe rentals to the public skyrocketed. So, so I think people are aware of it. It's just there, there's a lot of opportunity in the city to do other activities, right? So, yeah. but, but we're pretty established in the community with our, our programs there. So you work a lot with, with school groups. So part of the phys- physical education programs for, say, junior high, high school, they, as part of their curriculum, will bring classes down and you will do instruction on paddling and take them out in canoes and outriggers and whatnot. Is that right? Yeah, correct. So we're open May through October. We've got a six-month window there where we can be operating on the reservoir. So spring and fall, schools come down. <clears throat> I mean, that's going to be part of our business and then in the summer, real things are really wrapped up with all of our our um, summer day camp kind of programs. But in the meantime, we're we're operating year round with all our high performance groups. You know, specifically spring canoe kayak. Yeah, yeah. So tell us a little bit more about that. So we have that recreational side, right? And people can rent kayaks and canoes, and you bring down uh, schools and you know, kids from schools as part of their curriculum and and teach them and get them get them out there. So talk about the other side of it, youth and Adult, the yeah. competitive side. Yeah, so I've, I've been involved with the club for quite a while. We, we were pretty, I, I felt, kind of spread wide open. We were doing whitewater kayaking yeah, yeah. and all this kind of stuff. And we, we really had to sort of narrow down our, our niche a little bit. We are on the reservoir. Um, it's a small body of water. It's flat water. Spring Canoe Kayak was one of the first programs that started there. So so we did narrow that focus a little bit. So that that's really kind of our foundation is youth programs and uh, bringing kids in just at a recreation level, learn to paddle day camps, and then hopefully <laughs> getting them to, you know, move, move into the sprint canoe kayak program, just like any other competitive sport, soccer, hockey, yep. what it may be, and, it, and it's a year-round program for the athletes that, you know, want to develop into an elite kind of level. Mm-hmm. I'm actually a little bit curious about then uh, in the winter, the, the kind of dry land training that goes on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, great question. And, and that, to me, is, is a real opportunity to, to do the cross-training. Um, I, I think it's a little bit of a blessing in disguise, actually, that we're not on the water for, for 12 months. So the mm-hmm. facility itself, we're, we're really fortunate. It did have one of the first indoor paddling tanks, so we could get in there. Uh, a lot of the kids prefer getting on the ergometers nowadays, similar to a rowing ergometer. You can get a canoe ergometer or a kayak ergometer. I use them with my adults for the outrigger program as well. Uh, we have uh, some small weight rooms in the club um, that, that you've seen. <laughs> we set one up almost like a little CrossFit gym, you know, more gymnastics rings and bars and so much functional activity you can do in there. Um, and then the kids also participate in swimming and running. Um, my group specifically, the outrigger people I look at, are, it's more adult-based, so I just encourage them really to get outside and move, and we do hiking and snowshoeing and cross-country skiing, so strength training, great opportunity. I think everybody should get back into the winter, get balanced out a little bit more, you know, yeah. and do a lot of mobility work and, and moving, but yeah, full-on winter program for sure. Absolutely, good time to work out the kinks and in, in, yeah. uh, in your paddling. Yeah, absolutely. I know they want to get on the ergometers, but uh, it's super cool to see that training tank, though, right? Yeah. You know, you go in there and you can actually paddle inside. It's you know, it's like a little mini pool type thing, right? Where that you're in. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. neat. That's sweet. Do you guys still use it? Do you use that much? We do. The rowers use it a little bit more than than we do. Yeah. But uh, we do. We do. And and it's a it's a good um, option in the in the during the season as well for a coach to go in there. 
and um, you know poor weather days or whatever and just for the kids to, to feel the water move the water so, yeah and you can so, be right on the edge right yeah. next to them giving them instruction yeah. on technique and, and the balance component of it too you know we can have them yeah. like kneeling on a sit fit or whatever it may be so great tool yeah that is pretty cool mm -hmm. that is pretty cool yeah. Um, yeah. What else do you want to ask him? So, uh, before we talk about her tan, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so coming in, what, what do you think the biggest mistake people make going into uh, paddling, getting into a sport like this? Oh, Matt, the, the, no mistakes getting into paddling. No <laughs> as far as technique-wise, like is there? Yeah. So I think if we were to back it up, um, I, I, you know, I'd probably say why I think it's such a great sport for kids is because it starts with basic coordination and agility and you can be successful right out of the get-go. You don't need to be some big strong person or have this mm -hmm. huge, you know, aerobic capacity, you know. So that, that, that's why I think it's so good for kids. Um, get them working on fundamentals, how to move properly and, and develop coordination. And, and once that kind of clicks for them, they get in a boat and, and away they go. So, so I have to remember those lessons for my adults that you know the big guys that come in and they just want to muscle it right i'm going right. to get in the boat beside them and just move by them because movement efficiency and technique and just relaxing working with the water that that's that's the key yeah know? absolutely then, then we'll develop strength then we'll develop endurance right yeah. you get into some of those single canoes there and you try and balance them see how, see how that goes for you yeah exactly <laughs> my son bennett got into one he just like and he's i would say he's pretty fit right like right. and he's pretty balanced pretty strong core stable yeah. and he got in that and he he did really well he made about five seconds before he fell over into the water right yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah so. it's just connecting those dots right but and, and again that's that's where you guys come in because it's this mobility and stability and then building strength on top of that you know it's yeah what i so i, I love the youth programs but I think it's super cool that you have these master's programs, mm -hmm. right? Because that's who we kind of see here at the clinic, right? So yeah, you see all the so, yeah. you know, we see people joining and and you guys, you train here. Um, level of fitness is irrelevant getting into it. Yeah. Um, previous skill set is irrelevant getting into it. Yeah, well, I'm just looking um, around because, like, you know, the, the motto, the motto, sorry, that you have to have you have on the wall is like, like a healthier together for life, right? Sure, and yeah. move like you're yeah. in your yeah. 40s. Yeah, living your 80s like your 40s. That, that is us. It's amazing. We and to see the transformation these people go through when they're, you know, when they're joining this program. Yeah, our members are literally from the, the age of nine to 80. I have 80 yeah. year olds participating at a world level event. And, and our older guys in our club are the fastest guys in the world. It's wow. phenomenal. They'll, they'll go compete against Hawaii, New Zealand, Tahiti, and, and they're on the podium. My seven-year-old guys are. It's great. So Matt, talking a little bit, we um, talk about these trips that she takes, whether or not it's to Cook Islands or Fiji, Tahiti, Hawaii, Florida, like all these wonderful places, right? Um, and just, you know, Here's everybody just, yeah, we're just going to go and do this competition out here. And yeah, yeah, we want to do our best. But I mean, you care, but you don't care, right? It's part of it's the experience of going. Um, so we've, I've negotiated with her that we're going to take a medical team when she goes to Fiji or Tahiti or Cook Islands, right? So, uh, so we can take care of the team there. Oh, yeah. Does that work? It's for them, eh? Yeah. I mean, it's going to be hard on us, right? Because, you know, 
it's uh, it's a long way to travel, and you know, we have to work. But you know, I think we can probably pull it off. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I really lucked into that scenario, but I think going back to the kids, like I, I was a late starter. I was in high school, and a lot of our kids start when they're 12, 13, 14, but just the opportunity for those kids to travel, like within Canada. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, not, it's pretty big down east, so, you know, I've got to go to Toronto, go to Ottawa, go to Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, like just for the national competitions. Our kids go to train camp in Florida every year. So just just the opportunity. Which reminds me, where are you going travel. next week? Maybe Florida. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that so. certainly is a draw, I'm sure, for a lot of young people. All people is just being out there on the water. Uh, there's, a, there's a mental health component of that. Yeah. It's just that absolute peace that you, you can kind of find yourself in yeah. when you're getting into a trance and you're just in gorgeous, uh, you know, nature. Well, I want to go back. I want to go back to the Florida thing in a sec. But um, I have so so you can uh, either competitively, recreationally, you can become a member of Calgary Canoe Club, right? So you pay your annual membership, uh, relatively expensive, to join uh, Calgary Canoe Club, and then you can take out a kayak and canoe anytime you want, or your own, whatever. I store it there. Um, I have so many patients that would, in the summertime, take a kayak out. Before like six in the morning, right? So it's July, sun's coming up, and six in the morning, and they go for a kayak out in the Glenmore Reservoir, and there's like nobody out there. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh! Like just you know, just the thought of that is unbelievable. Yeah. Right? yeah. Wow. That's insane. So how does that work? Unfortunately, I'm not a member. I probably should be, but um, when you become a member, do you get kind of free reign? Um, how does that process work? Can you just bring your own kayak in? Yeah. Right. So membership, we would start at a basic recreation level. And, and just like Dr. Greg said, is so they have access to canoes and kayaks with a recreation membership. And that's exactly what they're looking for. People just want to get out, and be on the water, yeah. go for a cruise, like like paddle up to that Weasel area. It's a gem, right? Yeah. So I, I think the majority of our rec members, that's what they're looking for. And then we have the other components with our competitive programs. So the kids that are our members are going to join the Sprint Canoe Kayak program and come down and get, you know, really great coaching team that we have. And so they're going to be looked after all season, get out, get in their workouts. And then same with my outrigger guys, we're going to run specific workouts. But a lot of them, those are the guys, they want to come at 6 o'clock in the morning and in yeah, the yeah. evening and just go for a cruise and enjoy themselves. And not all of them want to race, they just want to be on the water. It's just a good, like you said, be outdoors, healthy activity. With your um, youth competitive group, the, the sprint canoe kayakers. So, so how many times a week are they training? Well, the high performance kids, if they're getting in their 9, 10 workouts. Like these are elite kids, we'll have yeah. kids like, you know, training for junior national worlds. And this is the, the thing about being in Calgary, again, we're, we're on the water May through October, and yet they're in Montreal end of May, you know, for a national team trial. So hence, yeah. getting on the water early, going down to Florida, just, just getting in that on water time. I mean, the winter training program is excellent, but I mean, nothing beats the actual on water time. Yeah. So. And you can't get it like the, the reservoir probably doesn't thaw until late April, early May, right? Correct, yeah. And, and, I, and you're not getting on it, it are you? Yeah, where it's a city bylaw, but <clears throat> I mean, mid-May has been a number of times when the ice comes off. So, I mean, we, we part of life for us, really, we do what we yeah. can, but those early season training camps 
are fantastic uh, with the outrigger guys I did. Uh, we, we sort of have a second home in Maui. Again, very fortunate for that. We have boats there. So I did a training camp 10 years in a row, um, you know, going to Maui prior to COVID coming in. So we'll get back to that. But they love to get on the water. And, I mean, who doesn't want a vacation in the off-season too there? So. Yeah. yeah. Win -win. <laughs> okay, so Florida, you're going next week. Who are you taking? How long are you going for? What are you doing? Yeah, so we'll, we'll head down. Um, pretty important. The athletes have their own equipment, so we do need to uh, transport our, our own equipment down there. So I'll just do the drive down with my head coach, Mike Robinson, and then we'll have some of the older elite athletes come down. And it, it's really open to all the kids in the club. And just, just based on what level they're at, you know, they're going to come for a two-week camp, a four-week camp, a six-week camp. You know, the kids that need to be at team trials, you know, I know coach wants them on the water a little bit longer than that. So, so they're just going to come in and out. And great opportunity for all our other senior coaches to come down and coach their own groups. But, you know, a lot of them are in university right now, so they'll come down and do, you know, two or three-week stints each. So. Yeah. Whereabouts in Florida? Uh, Orlando area, kind of right, right up by Cape Canaveral. So a really good location. We've kind of got this little resort all to ourselves, all of the canals. So we'll have the coach boats there, really safe water to train in, and pretty secluded, actually. So perfect location. Tough. I don't know how you Tough. do it. I know. Right? It's rough. Yeah, it is. Yeah, first perks of the job. And I don't take it for granted. I, I love my job. and really fortunate I, I know that and you know what we're, we're fortunate to be working with you guys too I really like the athletes um, that you have there and uh, these they really tend to engage in the you know that physical literacy piece that we really promote so it's it's been a good fit for us okay right? and, and thanks I want to thank you guys because if, if I knew what I knew now um, when I was an athlete you know I probably wouldn't have these lingering <laughs> old injuries that I've learned to you know, adapt and change my technique a little bit. So, um, yeah, I really appreciate everything I've learned from you guys. And, and as a coach, when I come in with an athlete and I get to watch you work with them, sometimes I think I, I get more out of it than, than the athlete does, you know, learning what sort of their limitations are, what they need to work on. And you guys have been fantastic. And, I mean, I would encourage all our kids to come down and do the, that whole, you know, scan. Yeah, yeah, doing, doing the, the functional movement exam. And, functional yeah. It's such an important educational piece for well, you know, the, the one thing, yeah, certainly. Like, So we've had the opportunity now to work, Proactive has had the opportunity to work with a number of different sports and to engage in these functional movement exams with the various players of each sport, whether it's soccer or hockey or whatever. Um, canoe kayak has its own unique yeah. movement pattern breakdowns, deficiencies, impairment, uh, and soccer has its own unique breakdowns, and hockey has its own unique. Uh, interesting for canoe-kayak, it's that it's, the posture plays a huge role, right? Because you're going to get that so-called upper cross postural syndrome, you're going to get the, you know, the shoulders are going to be rolling forward, so, you know, I, it, so Matt, you see, you know, when, when they're paddling, their shoulders are in that forward position, right? They're not in, they're not in anatomical neutral, right? They're not in athlete ready position, so they're, they're losing power going through, right? And we also find that there's reduced thoracic mobility because of that too, right? So they're just trying to power those shoulders through, but they're not in a good position, right? They're not they're not in a stable position where you get pretty most power. Hence, not only are they an injury risk for overuse injury risk, but more important to them is that performance detriment, right? 100%. Yeah, so when we, we look at the body with paddling, 
you know, we'll talk about scapular stability, thoracic mobility, hip Man, mobility, look at you. <laughs> strength, hip strength, I guess you have you know, listened a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I listen to you guys. I could go home and take notes every day. Um, I mean, this, this is stuff, you know, we've learned over the years, obviously. But um, so, so add that to being in a tippy boat when stability is key and try and have a, you know, an efficient movement pattern transferring a load onto that blade maintaining your balance and, and then generating force through that absolutely it's 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 so important yeah i think that the, the layman may not consider how many different dimensions of um physical ability it takes to kind of put it all together and also totally that that whole posture bit is something that a lot of people really struggle with and the opportunity to paddle can you know help you work on that and that's going to transfer over to, to life and just have a good posture in general. Yeah, 100%. And I, like I said, we see that with the kids, right? You start you start cheating that, and that movement pattern's not efficient. Well, guess what? You're going to fatigue a lot mm -hmm. faster than the guy, you know, that maintains that, you know, real solid foundation and, and good posture. So uh, it, it, it's a message we've clearly learned that we try to, you know, remind the kids of often yeah. and, and they've got to take that away to real life too you know get the phone sitting at school sitting at home everything is just it's just a habit especially nowadays absolutely i think the biggest thing for a lot of people is you're not going to have perfect posture 100 percent of the time but when you start catching yourself and then when you start catching yourself every day then yeah. you know they're starting to get it yeah and helping each other mm -hmm. <laughs> that little poke here and there hey I love that analogy of like the just the big burly guy just powering right the yeah. stroke yeah. and sweating right <laughs> and the person in the other canoe or outrigger or kayak where it's just like you know going along nice and efficiently yeah. and just kicking his ass right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like what yeah because can can't that stabilize be? with yeah. that little balance just working you know? so hard and exactly. so inefficiently I love it yeah yeah so true Anyways, yeah, so well, I'm super uh, happy that we got to take this chance to have you come out and, yeah, and uh, talk about Calgary Canoe Club because it is a gem in Calgary. It Plus, is. you have the coolest job, right? I do have the coolest job, so yeah. That's oh my gosh. Because you just get in a kayak, well, in the summer, right? You get in a kayak every morning and just kind of paddle over. Yeah, I, I can. I unfortunately live close enough that I can actually paddle across the reservoir to work or, or walk or jog or ride my bike. Yeah, right? Yeah. Run through Weasel Head there, right? Make it, make it part of my, my movie every day. So, yeah. Unreal, yeah, right? Unreal, I know. And then, you know, just so many people that are just driving down Glenmore that kind of look at it and go, oh, you know, I've never actually been on the water or like what a dream it would be to be out there, you know, yeah. in the morning. And so... The opportunity's there, guys. You just got to go grab it. Absolutely. Dude, yeah. yeah, come down. Lots of activities on the reservoir, whether you want to be sailing or canoeing or, or kayaking or, or or joining a sport as an adult just to try something new. Yeah. Absolutely. Great, great spot in the city, for sure. It sure is. And so if people are looking to get more involved, is there some social media routes they can take to... to to find you guys? Yeah, for us, just, just hop over to the website, calgarycanoeclub.com, and uh, we're, we're pretty up to date. And Instagram is going, the coaches do a really good job on that platform, and we're actually just starting registration next week for our summer day camps. So, oh, right on. Yeah. Nice. So and they're probably going to fill up fast, eh? Like, and they do fill up the learn to paddle specifically, and then moving into the spring day camps as well. So yeah. Cool. It so, is a buzzing place in the summer. It there. is. Holy cow. Yeah, great place to be. And you should, like, I don't know if, 
Matt, if you, you've been you've been down there, have you? Oh yeah. So like yeah. that dock is unreal, right? Yeah. It's massive, right? Yeah. It just it just feels like you're just some hot southern Equatorial <laughs> climate, you know, walking on that dock. You're like, oh man, this yeah. is great. Well, it, it's yeah. I mean, it's it's kudos to the city. It's a, it's a great yeah. facility, a great place for all Calgarians to be, and it's the busiest dock in the city. You know, there's a lot going on right there. I mean, we'd like it to be bigger. So we have to be pretty efficient at, you know, working with the other users uh, down there and get everybody on the water. Because I love it. I love seeing everybody out there doing whatever they're doing. It's, right. It's, a lot of good attitudes out there. It seems. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Linda. We sure appreciate you coming on. Thanks for having me. Thanks, guys. Yeah. It's nice to see you again. It's been a little while. Yeah. And uh, have so much fun going to Florida. We will. And just, uh, you better keep us in the loop when, you know, Fiji and Tahiti and sure. Cook Islands, yeah, anywhere yeah, in there yeah, comes yeah, up. My, my go-to, uh, yeah. Yeah, you got your go-to medical sure. team here coming up, right? Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks. All right, and thanks again to all our listeners. We appreciate all the support. Uh, see you on the next one.